0: everybody today i am standing in my craft room and i am going over all the different kinds of papers that i have gathered during my junk journaling expenditures and adventures Um, i just want to talk about the different kinds of papers with you because there's so many different kinds of papers we can use in junk journals and There are so many uh, resources and places that you can find different kinds of papers. So let's talk about it a little bit. All right, I'm just gonna, I have this wall of papers. I wanna call it a wall of papers, not an entire wall, but it's a, maybe a, ooh, maybe four by two, four feet wide by two feet tall uh, papers. And uh, I should probably do a video of this so you can see it. Um, But uh, basically in here, what do I got tucked in here? Okay. So first of all, I spy with my little eye some thicker letterhead paper that I bought. And um, well, it was an expensive purchase. I actually slapped down the money for some, I think it's called Southworth paper in the big box. You can buy it, I think, in either 100s or 500s. And I decided since I was making a lot of journals and I wanted to use really good quality paper that I would buy the big box of the expensive stuff. But it is it is really expensive and there's just got to be better ways to... Um, you know source paper other than just buying these brand new boxes and uh you know one thing i could suggest is uh, try local businesses a lot of local businesses use a lot of paper and sometimes they will have uh, excess or storage or end lots or they don't use this type of paper anymore for what they're doing and uh, they may be able willing to part with it for not too much or free possibly so that might be a source of uh, letterhead paper for you now regular copy paper there you go um usually not super expensive but I actually like to buy most of my papers in the thrift stores or the used stores or the antique stores or something like that because you can get a lot more for a lot less so I always hit those stores first I have my certain favorites around town that I frequent and I kinda do my circle around town and I hit them all and they almost always have some form of paper because paper is just not used as much as it was before. People are not writing the letters. They're not um, uh, doing, you know, the, the writing things. They're using their computers and their laptops and their iPads and their iPhones and all this kind of thing. So, uh, a lot of people are getting rid of these bulk stores of papers that they've had at home. Maybe they've conmarried their house and they've gone through and decluttered everything and off everything went to uh, the thrift store. So that's a good place to check. Um, the next section I have in here. Okay, so that's copy paper. Now, copy paper... Um, that um, is, I would call, middle expensive because if it's not that cheap, actually. I mean, when you buy a ream of copy paper, your best bet is to buy a case. And if you can get a case with a discount coupon, that's probably your best bet. You may be able to do that at Office Depot or... Um, you know, whatever the other office buys, uh, like Staples or Office Max, stores like that. Um, Walmart sometimes has some good deals on coffee paper reams, individual reams. Um, that's another place I've gotten them. Um, and you can also order a lot of this online and you can look for bulks or lots of it. And a lot of people will sell their extras online as well. So look for those. You, it doesn't have to be a brand new or an unopened ream. You can get an opened ream that has three quarters of it left for next to nothing. So make sure you you check um, locally and also uh, um, check online. OK, so the next thing I have in here is a pile of what is this? <laughs> oh, OK, these are my uh, the next set of papers are actually eco dyed papers that I made. And I think I used some kind of watercolor paper, an inexpensive watercolor paper. Um, that I thought I probably wasn't going to use for painting on, but it would be a good absorptive surface to handle the release of the dyes from the eco um, sources that I was using, the leaves and things like that, the flowers and the leaves that would pick up the uh, pigment from those quite well. So I have some of those and those are already done. And then the next thing in here is a section of legal pad paper. So legal pad paper was very popular when I was going to college. We all walked around with our legal pads, writing important things on our legal pads, or so we thought. And, um, you know, who knew that uh, nobody was even going to write anything down on paper not very long after that. So, But I I like to get legal pads, and I like to get the different colored legal pads. And I love to get the old ones because they have natural aging on the edges, and uh, they look beautiful, and they are becoming nostalgic. So I thought that was a fun thing to add in there so legal pads are another great source of paper and they're a little extra long so you can use one as a page in your signature and then fold one side over and make a pocket out of it so that little extra length can be your best friend sometimes moving along here what else we have oh we have some sketchbook paper that was out of a spiral brown notebook and i love the way the tears look when you pull it out all that ruffly tear or if you remove the spiral if you cut it out and or just remove it some of them are easy to remove then you can pull those pages out and those little those little holes and everything will be intact and that actually looks very pretty too it's a very pretty edge to a paper very decorative so that's something fun that you can you can play around with um going through here i have some old contractors invoices that are the size of an uh, 8.5 by 11 regular copy paper page. Uh, I got a booklet of that at some garage uh, you know, some thrift store or garage sale or something like that. And um uh Oh, yeah. Garage sales and estate sales. Another excellent place to score paper. Old ephemera and paper. So keep your eyes out there. Usually people are so happy to get rid of the stuff and don't even consider it. And sometimes ask them because they won't necessarily put it out because they think the stuff is absolutely worthless. They have no idea about the junk journal world and how we covet that stuff. So ask them. Just say, get up, get your, on your big girl pants, get up there and say, you know, hey, do you have any stores of uh, old papers that you don't want anymore? Um, I do arts and crafts and, and I love to do things with the papers. and often you'll get the oh my god oh my god I've got this big pile of papers and I didn't know what to do with it answer or oh yes I've got a million of these or a ton of those you're you're welcome to them you can have them that happens and that happens more often than not so you know give it a go Um, okay so I got the contractors invoices uh, I thought that was sort of an interesting nostalgic type piece. And those come in a big booklet. If you look at the regular prices for these things in the office supply stores, they're quite expensive. So when you find them in the thrift stores and stuff, grab them. You know, do the, you know, if you're doing the nine, 99 cents, like try to, don't, don't pay any, more than a buck if you can. That's kind of uh, a good rule of thumb. Um, if it's something, uh, you know, unbelievable, then yes, but, um, okay. So old stationery. Oh, the thrift stores are a gold mine for old stationery you can get old beautiful writing papers um, i've even found scented writing papers greeting cards note cards so many things like that and you should be able to buy them in bulk for not too much money and um, you know, old envelopes, things like that, that have natural aging and weathering on them, uh, which, you know, to the average person looks useless because they might think, oh, I would never mail that to anybody. It looks so old. But to us, it's gold. So definitely grab those. And um, so that's some paper. Then there's the classic college rule. Uh, the college rule paper to me is um, uh, has a high nostalgic value because Again, we don't write that much down anymore back, in, back when I was in college, back when I was in college, we used to write everything down on college rule paper, and we walked around with binders, and uh, we did things like that. Well, now that's just, you know, uh, granny, we stop talking about the good old days, you know whatever. Um, it's all a, a digital uh, you know, iPad electronic. Um, laptop, all that sort of thing, so that 's gone by the wayside, so there is great nostalgia in the college rule paper, so consider college rule paper it 's a thinner paper, but it, depending on how you work with it it 's going to hold up just fine for you so uh, don 't rule that out and you can get great deals on that stuff around school days when the schools um, like August I believe is are when the school supplies go on sale at your Walmart and your CBS and target and you know, all the places like that. So watch for the coupons and and, um, the deep discounts. You can usually get them for next to nothing. And next is the graph paper. If you ever see graph paper, uh, that's the uh, boxed paper. It has little squares, grid paper. Uh, That's a wonderful uh, score, too. So whenever you ever see that, grab it and look for the different styles of it. There's tiny little boxes. Sometimes they're bigger boxes. Sometimes they have big and little boxes. So look for some variety to keep in your stash so you can use it for different looks, different feels. It's great for nature, bio, field books sort of um, themes. It's also good for technical, uh, maybe Sherlock Holmes, that type of thing, anything where there's any kind of planning or mapping or strategizing or anything like that feel to your journal. The graph paper is an excellent addition to consider. Next I've got, what on earth is this? This is some kind of uh, accounting paper. It looks like uh, expenditures, receipts, profits and losses, and it looks like it's a, it's a, a modern ledger paper, but. Um, if you coffee dye it, it instantly looks uh, vintage, which is very cool, and um, it's just something different for the eye to look at. Going on next, oh, we could do this for a while. Um, I've got construction paper, just good old construction paper. Um, nothing fancy about it, but I just bought some. I took out, I, I pulled out the colors that I would commonly grab for, and what I kept was beige, brown. Uh, blue, like a misty blue, and a navy blue, and a black. That's what I pulled out because I figured uh, the other colored accents I could pull with my embellishments and my ephemera and all my little doodads and things like that. So sometimes I use those for uh, signature covers and uh, just to give a little bit different of a feel. The construction paper, the lowly construction paper that we used to play with in kindergarten, truly has a wonderful feel to it. It's a very porous paper and it's can hold a lot of ink and a lot of dye and can be stamped on. You can do a million and one things with it. So I I re, I, I request that you take a look at, at again at construction paper because it does have possibilities in the junk journal world. Um, other papers. Uh, let's see. One. Oh, this is a mileage book. Oh, you can take apart pre-made uh, logging books. Logging books for mileage for. Uh, expenditures, accounting. They're like mini, not mini journals, but they're like mid-sized journals that already have a purpose. They're like current made. Um, but you can tear those apart and you can use the pages in there. Oh, uh, calendar pages, things like that. Like planners, old planners, like maybe from the 80s or 90s. Again, the um, the thrift stores, the um, uh, garage sales, the estate sales, things like that. Your neighbors, your, your family, uh, ask them to go through their stuff. Okay, so we're looking here. I've got some more um, week planner pages. Like it came it came in a booklet and uh, they're all the same page, but it just says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sat- Saturday, all the way across, no dates on it, but you could use those pages anywhere in your journals. Um, oh, this is music, unwritten music paper. So this would be for a music student who is learning how to write notes Uh, onto the lines of uh, music paper. So that blank paper, that music paper is another good score. Um, You might know some musicians who have this or you might find some in the thrift store going along. Um, The writing paper, it has very wide ruled writing paper uh, for usually young children who are learning how to write. They're practicing their letters. And uh, I have seen this in the Dollar Tree, I believe. But there are many different styles of it out there, so if you come across that paper, that's a great uh, paper to put in your store. Um, Any kind of those calligraphy style papers, papers that are helping you practice your penmanship, your writing, they're very pretty papers um what else we got oh uh, just spiral bound notebooks just the old-fashioned spiral bound notebook if you can tear out pages from that and uh coffee or tea dye those those come out amazing and you don't even have to coffee or tea dye them. that's just an, a little mini upgrade or a, a one style but uh, that's a great source of a ton of paper for next to nothing also on sale uh deeply discounted around august for the school supply sale days okay going through here going through here what do i got what do i got all right here I have, uh, I just did some dyeing and printing on these, but I just want to go for the regular papers that I have. Okay, so what's this? This, oh, newsprint. Good old newsprint. I mean, I grew up in the day when we used to write and draw and color on newsprint in school. And if everybody remembers that paper, it was a thin paper, extremely porous, a little softer than construction paper, but very absorbent, And it takes ink and um Pen and, and anything, it'll absorb it very quickly. So if you're uh, working with a whole array of, um, Uh, Let's say you put down a bunch of these papers and you bring out your uh, distressed sprays or any kind of sprays. You want to put some color down on them and use stencils, magnificent, magnificent results on that. And and I'll do a video on that because I'm so happy with the results I got doing that. And uh, I had so much fun those days and I, I just want to share that with you. I think you might find it fun too. Okay, so we have that. We're going through. That's the newsprint. All right, just some different colors of copy paper. Um, often you'll find in the thrift stores these odd lot colors. And sometimes a color will seem a little bright, you know what I mean, it's a little intense and you're thinking, oh, that's that's beyond me, I don't use those colors. Consider grabbing it, and here's why, because if you coffee dye it or tea dye it, it will mute the color down significantly and all of a sudden it will become a very muted shade Uh, antique shade, a distressed shade of whatever that intense color was before and it can open up a whole world of possibilities and you can get a very high quality paper for next to nothing if you're willing to consider these other colors that are not that commonly used. So yeah I have a a, a whole pack of gold paper here that I got at the thrift store for you know 99 cents or something like that but it was a big giant pack and I can tone that down with uh, with, uh, the dyes. Uh, it's going, oh, uh, ledger paper. Ledger paper, if you see ledger paper, uh, this is a common find in the thrift stores. Uh, grab it if you're so inclined. Uh, it, it it coffee and tea dyes beautifully, and it's an, usually a yellowy green type color, but it does come in white as well. And let's see what else I have here. I have, more, um, decorative decorative paper Um, okay this is like a parchment paper i have which i also found in a thrift store and often you'll get little bits of it um, but if it's not too highly priced grab it labels you may want to grab labels if you see those because you can distress those all together on the page at the same time just literally running your ink dauber up and down the edges and you'll get this beautiful haloed label uh, design and i gotta write that down because i gotta show you how to do that because that's very fun Uh, the label technique, yes. So grab those, and we're going. Oh, handmade paper, I've got a section of handmade paper here. I made a pile of handmade paper, the old-fashioned way, with the blender, and the screen and the straining and the couching and the flipping over and air drying and all that stuff about, oh my gosh, it's probably 12 years ago now. And I still have a big lot of it. I used all my junk mail to make it and um, they they came out beautifully. I I put all sorts of little things in there with them. Uh, A bit of a tedious process, but if you happen to make it or you happen to enjoy making it um, or you happen to come across some, consider the handmade paper look because little bits and pieces of that in your journal, stellar, stellar and stunning. Uh, newspaper old newspapers um new newspapers newspaper and newspaper prints are amazing uh to use in your journals along with magazines and magazine prints uh okay cardstock i have a whole section of cardstock here in different styles parchment styles plain styles and then i go into this little decorative paper section which is sort of um they used to sell this a lot it's copy paper but it has a design on it and i guess people used it for invitations or Um, something. I don't know what people really used it for, (laughs) honestly. But it had some pretty pictures on it, so I I keep buying those when I see them. I had to stop buying a lot of this stuff because I just ran out of room eventually. But you'll you'll fill your place up before you know it, trust me. And um, if you don't really like what's on it, sometimes you can mask Um, a a weird design or a weird saying with a a piece of a book page or an embellishment or a piece of a napkin or something so kind of look at it from a global perspective don't just look at what you're looking at but look at what can I do with this and then what else we have down here we have that Um, that's more legal paper and we got all that. Oh, I, I came across some Braille paper and uh, I bought this on eBay and I thought that was such an awesome find. You can buy these old Braille books that nobody wants anymore, like how to, you know, fix your VHS tape rewinder okay and it's in Braille and you can buy the manual for not too much money so Google, uh, Google on eBay look on eBay every once in a while for uh, Braille books and you'll find these defunct old books that um, um, there apparently is not much interest in reading anymore but for crafters it's the most amazing amazing um, texture to the Braille pages and if you've never touched a Braille page I highly recommend you seek one out to at least feel it because they are truly beautiful in their own regard um what else those uh placards like this person is awarded this award or certificate cards they're the size of little diploma you know little but like copy page size diplomas with nothing written on them they just have the frame those make nice uh pages in your journals and what else do i got here I, I think I'm going through most of it here. You know, obviously book pages. <laughs> How could I not mention that one? Uh, but just sticking with like different paper types. Oh, wrapping paper. Wrapping paper is another good one. Um, you can use that music paper, of course. Music paper. Old music notes are gorgeous. Atlases and maps are other good sources. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, tracing paper. Tracing paper and deli paper and crunchy any kind of wax paper is a good resource as well that's another good one and I think I'm coming down the mountain here again yet again coming down the mountain I think I pretty much covered most of it I probably I you know a lot of the different art papers, the writing paper, not the writing, the um, watercolor papers, the sketchbook papers, the charcoal book papers, uh, the field note papers, things like that. A lot of fun. So anyway, this was just a mind uh, dump of uh, all the different kinds of papers that I have come across. And I'm sure there's a million more types. Um, not to mention all the old ephemera papers and things like that but it's so much fun Uh, the junk mail there's beautiful papers that you can play with all the time so yeah there's just more and more and more ideas so if you're you know running into the wall thinking you don't have enough stuff to work with just expand your horizons look at everything globally think about what's around in your town what friends what family what businesses what uh, thrift stores uh, check out the garage sales estate sales and all that kind of stuff and go have some fun just go have some fun and you know take your milk money Anybody remember that? Take your milk money and uh, you know maybe put your put a limit on yourself. I'm not going to spend any more than five bucks today. I'm just going to gather some basic paper supplies. That's my mission. So you go out there and you have a blast gathering your basic paper supplies. And uh, you know I can't wait to hear what you get. So um, if you enjoyed this, I hope you had a good time. And uh, uh, you know we've got more stuff coming for you. Um, check us out on the YouTube channel, The Paper Outpost, and I'm also on Pinterest instagram twitter and facebook and uh, come on and play with us because it's a lot of fun hanging out here in the craft room with you guys Uh, much more fun than by myself so um, that's it for today i'll be talking at you soon take care everybody have an awesome day bye-bye